An analogy that I like to use to compare Gospels and what is their meaning and how do we look at them and how do we interpret them is to compare them to movies, the different genres of movies that we have. And we can compare them and they give us a certain message. For example, you take the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew is more like a social political movie. In order to really understand what is happening, you have to know what is happening in society. Because much of what is being said or much of what is being depicted in a movie is reflecting things happening in society. And that's what Matthew is trying to do because he was writing for the Jews. So he was trying to bring in that social political structure that was already in place. With the Gospel of Mark, it's more like an action movie. He's not interested in telling you who Jesus is. He's more interested in telling you what Jesus has come to do. What is the mission of Jesus? And that is why his is the shortest gospel. It is purely the mission of Jesus. He doesn't speak about the crucifixion because he's writing for the Romans who knew what the crucifixion was. So it was precisely what has Jesus come to do. The Gospel of John is more like an art movie. There's a lot of thinking involved. You can't just take it for what it says, but you need to really reflect on it and say, why is this being portrayed in such a way? Or why are these words being used? Or why is this being said? And finally, the Gospel of Luke is more like a romance movie. It is the love relationship that Jesus has with his people, and that is what Luke is trying to portray. Luke himself is a physician, so he knows what it is to have that relationship with other people. And that's what we see very strongly in the Gospel. The whole Gospel of Luke is not just a Gospel about how Jesus relates with people, but how he relates with those who are the outcast. He's writing for the Gentiles, which were the ones who are non-Jews, and therefore they were normally considered outcast. And therefore the whole mission of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is that he's reaching out to the downtrodden, he's reaching out to the downcast or the outcast, and he's basically trying to give them that love that he has come to show others. And that's what he expects from his disciples too. So therefore the mission of the Gospel of Luke is the mission of love. And that's what we see in today's gospel. The first part is what we call the love commandment. You have two commandments given, which is love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And the second one is to love others or love your neighbor as you love yourself. And they were two very distinct com commandments which were practiced distinctly. So you could be very choosy about who your neighbor is and love them accordingly. And that you could basically love God by coming to the temple and doing whatever was the required, you know, process to basically cleanse yourself and show God that you are in a relationship with him. But Jesus now comes and changes everything. He merges the two laws into one and he gives them just one law. That in order to love God, you need to love your neighbor. And that is a very important dimension for us or an important lesson for us because in order to really experience God's love and in order to love him back, we need relationships. We need somebody in front of us through whom we can receive God's love and we need somebody in front of us through whom we can love God back. So today's gospel is not just calling us to love, but seeing a very precise way in which we love. So what are the characteristics that are being shown over here is something we can reflect upon. The first one is that love has no boundaries. 
It has no restrictions. As I mentioned previously, in the time of Jesus, it was loving who you chose to love. But Jesus is saying, no, when you want to love the way God loves you, God doesn't judge who's to be des who deserves to be loved or not. God just loves. And I think that's an important lesson for us because sometimes we can be influenced by certain biases and reach out to people who only whom we choose needs to be loved. But as disciples of Christ, we are called to basically reach out to everyone. A story that I like to reflect upon when I share this is about something that happened during the World War II and we know how the animosity towards the Jews were and there was a lot of hatred towards them and there was a story told or an anecdote of a man who fell into the river and he was drowning and somebody jumped in to save this person and many who were on the banks of the river were like continuously shouting at that man saying don't waste your time he's a Jew don't kill yourself for the sake of that man it's not worth it get out of the water but he didn't listen to them and he saved that person and he came out and again they were reprimanding him and saying why did you waste your life on that man you could have died etc to which this man just turned around and said you're all very mistaken i'm a jew he's a german soldier for us that is what the challenge is to go beyond just loving people who we choose to love doesn't really help us it makes a difference when we love people who would like who we would like to love but is going to make it hard for us those are the people we are called to love and therefore we don't love people because they're just people we love them because they are human beings who are god's creation and by loving them we are basically loving and serving god through that relationship or through that one act of love the second one is that it demands nothing in return i think there are enough examples we have of selfless service i think at the time of the covid the amount of people that were helped the amount of people that went out of their way not expecting anything in return just making sure that people were cared for and looked after are plenty and therefore i don't want to repeat many more stories regarding that we all have our own experiences of that but we are able to achieve all this if we can just keep one thing in mind as i have already mentioned it but i repeat it is that each one of us is a temple of god so everybody that we approach everybody that we help is basically giving us an opportunity to basically love god and i'd like to end with the life of saint alphonsus rodriguez he was a jesuit saint but remained a brother throughout his life and for 45 years he had one basic ministry he was the doorkeeper which means whenever the bell rang or the, somebody knocked he would go open the door welcome them and see what they required but it is not what he did it is what he said every time he heard a knock or every time he heard the bell being rung every time he heard it his only statement was yes lord i am coming and i think that is the challenge before us to treat everybody in front of us as a temple of god as an instrument given to us through whom we can love god back and also receive his love amen